Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Still with the Chief Executive of Wexford County Council, Tom Enright. And let's uh, now look at the 2018 to 2022 Wexford County Council Economic and Community Investment Programme. I recall, Tom, that on your recommendation at the time to the elected representatives, they voted to increase both the local property tax and commercial rates to part fund these projects. So let's start in Wexford then. Within the lifetime of this plan, 15 million euro was allocated to the Trinity Wharf project. How much has actually been spent on the project to date? We spent, Alan, about two and a half million on the Trinity Wharf uh, project and we've got uh, government grants of around two million for that under the uh, URDF. We have a further allocation of about a further 20 million of government funding under the the Urban Regeneration Development Fund, the the URDF fund, uh, for that project. Um, When we we purchased the site and looked at a development there. We looked at a modest development costing around $34 million. And when we brought in architects, um, Scott Tanham Walker, uh, international architects, because of the scale of the project, we wanted uh, you know, this to be looked at properly. And when the design was fully done, we were looking at a much more ambitious project, which is costing over $120 million. So it has increased in scale hmm. and ambition since then. We've got full planning permission for the, for the project two years ago. And we're um, uh, we're hoping to start construction on the project uh, next uh, in okay. the next few weeks. So in in October, November, we will be breaking ground on that project. We have tenders in for the construction, which is to get the work started, which is building the road and bringing all the services in to the site. Yeah. It's about a three million euro uh, contract. We've tendered in since last February, and we've been waiting for a license from Irish Rail to put the services on the rail line. That's just come to. So, what realistically could we expect offices? In Trinity Wharf, you're looking realistically. You're looking at three to four years by the time we will have buildings completed on the site. Um, there's quite a bit of advanced work to be done. As I said, there is no road into the site at the moment or proper access. There is no services on the site, yeah. so our first contract is to bring that in. As I said, which will be starting in the next few weeks. Okay. Uh, after that, then we'd have more more contracts uh, to repair the key walls, to raise the site, to construct the the boardwalk between the key and the site, to build a marina and to raise the levels on the site and put in all of the full services. So there's a number of contracts which will follow now uh, to create the site suitable for the buildings. What we have done in the meantime with the delays with the project, with both the planning and with the uh, getting the contract, uh, we, we had tenders in previously on the Trinity War site, but we couldn't proceed with them because of the construction lockdown during COVID. So we had to retender that, as I said, and we got prices in last February. Mm. Um, but we have, in the meantime, been engaging with the type of private sector invest- investors that we'd like to partner with in relation to that project and some of the companies and possibly government agencies that might locate on that site. So right. we haven't been sitting still. It's a very exciting project for Wexford uh, and one that it has taken longer than we would have hoped but will make a huge difference, I think, to not just the town here, but the county once it's completed. The next one is the Greenways, 18.5 million euro earmarked for three Greenway projects, including Rosslare to Waterford, Wexford to Rosslare, and Wexford to Curraclough. What stages are these projects at? And I've kind of just dipped through this because I have the document yeah. here in front of me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I received it in the house. Yeah, yeah. No, and that, that document has outlined the, the various projects that we've set out over the next number of years. Uh, we have one greenway under construction between New Ross and Waterford, and that's uh, there's over 10 kilometres of the 24 kilometres uh, fully completed. And we hope to open that next spring. Uh, we're building car parks at both ends at the moment so that people can park and cycle or walk that distance. Uh, that full project will be completed all the way from New Ross to Waterford over the next 18 months. <coughs> OK. Um, in terms of the other greenway projects, the from uh, Ross Lair to Waterford, that's a 56 kilometre 
uh, greenway which would run along the old railway line which has been closed for over 10 years at this stage. We were ready to go to planning on that but we had to hold back because the uh, Department of Transport announced that they were doing an All-Ireland Rail Review and that Rail Review was underway at the moment and that would be looking at whether that line is going to be brought into operation so we couldn't proceed with that planning. But once the Rail Review is completed and if that rail line is not going to be opened again we'll be lodging a planning application with Board Planola for that Greenway. Uh, the Greenway from uh, Ross then to Wexford Town, that's at route selection stage. We've looked at five different routes mm. that would uh, possibly work for that, and we've done some public consultation on that. Uh, we've been narrow- narrowing that down to one route and going for planning for that. W- the councils are keen that we would advance uh, the Greenway from Ross Harbour to Ross Strand as an advanced part of that project, and yeah. we're looking at that separately at the moment to see can we fast-track that. Mm. One other th- area we're looking at as well is, is possibly running a Greenway as well, um, from Rosslare Strand um, to Bridgetown and then connecting with the canal system there okay. following the canal all the way to Kilmore Quay. So we're doing a feasibility on that at the moment. We think that could be a real uh, a, a real key piece of infrastructure that could link Wexford Town to Rosslare Strand to the harbour and also to Kilmore Quay which would be a great oh. amenity and a great tourist attraction right. as well. S- speaking of Kilmore Quay, Tom, 1.25 million was allocated for a new business park in Kilmore Quay. What, what stage is this at? Yeah, the the first stage of that was we bought 11 acres in Kilmore Quay to develop a, a marine business park, but also to complete the, the link road between the two roads. At the moment, a lot of the heavy goods vehicles uh, serving the fish industry go through the, the village, and that can be very congested. So we completed that road. It cost uh, over a million euros. We've completed that link road. That was never finished. And that's now has been connected then from the, the top road down as far as Safimar. Hmm. So we're now engaging with uh, a number of companies, uh, one of the uh, it, one of the type of buildings we want to build there is a cold storage facility for the fish industry. Some of the fish being caught in Kilmore Key has been transported to other parts of the country because uh, at significant cost because there isn't local okay. cold storage facilities available. So we're working with a number of companies there, and uh, we will be going for planning shortly in relation to the buildings that will house that. We're also providing a site as well for the Ornalai for the the lifeboat uh, station there. And we're also looking at a government agency as well going into a building there. So that project is advancing and I think you'll see the planning for a number of buildings on that site over the next number of months. Over the next number of months? Okay. Yes, All right. yeah, we're finalising some of the details. Okay. Around uh, that uh, and we've also been talking yeah. to the, the new university as well and, and WIT previously about looking at how can you add value to some of the fish uh, caught in Kilmore Key because at the moment oftentimes fish is sent out of Kilmore Key for processing elsewhere. Hmm. Oftentimes it's sent abroad without being processed. So how can we capture some of that economic benefit by having that processing done locally? Right. So there's some research there that we're looking at as well with the new university. I want to try and get as many of these issues in the time frame I have left with you. Gory next, €4 million Euro committed to the redevelopment of the market house. Can you update us on this highly anticipated project? Yes, Yeah. we looked at a, a public realm project in the market house and uh, the, we presented some plans on that to the councillors. Um, but there was there was interest expressed by um, Harry Crosby at the time to develop what he was calling Vicar Street South at the Market House. Yeah. So having reviewed that and discussed it with councillors, it was decided that we would look to see could we bring private sector interest in to develop um, the Market House as as a, as a venue, uh, which would seat somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred people. Uh, we went through two public consultation processes uh, uh, with that, and unfortunately, we didn't come out with any successful outcome. Yesterday at the Gorey-Kilmockridge District meeting, we presented again the options available for the market house to the to the councillors, and they're considering that at the moment, and we'll be discussing that further with them over the next month. Mm-hmm. We the market house at the moment is is semi derelict. 
Um, it's a historic building with, with great heritage. It's a protected structure. Uh, it's a wonderful building right in the centre of Gorey. We have acquired lands at the back of it through compulsory purchase uh, a, a number of years ago. So there is a, a large site with it. We'd love to see that being developed in a way that would enhance the town. And I hope that over the next uh, short number of months that we will have agreement on how that can move forward. Right. The, the Gorey Town Park project or redevelopment uh, had, a, had a budget of $1.8 million. Do we know what the final cost of that was? Yeah, I think the final cost of that is going to be over $2 million. Um, mm-hmm. We've... Uh, for a number of reasons. One is that the, 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 there was cost escalation during the, the construction, but also we decided uh, the councils were very keen that there would be, would be lighting put around the footpath uh, around the perimeter of the park that the, <coughs> so that people could use that in, in evening times, uh, yeah. particularly over the winter months. So we're putting that in, uh, and we've also added some other uh, additional um, works to, to that contract. Okay. So we expect that to come in between, I'd say, 2.3 and 2.5 million. So it's, it's over budget. Can it's we cope with it? Can we cover it? We can, of course. Yeah, no, it's not over budget. I mean, oftentimes contracts, uh, there will be additional things that arise during a contract. Mm. Um, but they're the right things to do. I mean, putting lighting in on the footpath uh, was the right thing to do. Uh, and yeah. and, and that, that's an additional cost to that. But but it, it will make it more usable for people and make it safer for people to use. Moving on to New Ross, Tom, I, and I, I speak regularly to people within the New Ross area, people like Nolan Transport, Richard and those, who have great visions for the, for the area. Mm-hmm. 2.5 million was committed to uh, the new advanced technology building in Butler's land. What stage is that building now at, and has a tenant been secured for it? Yeah, we've, um, we've done a public advertisement for that uh, two years ago, and looking for interest from a private sector that would build a building on our land and we've got a proposal in from that and uh, which we've agreed uh, with the a private investor and we've been pressing that private investor to come in for planning uh, we haven't had a planning application submitted yet and if we don't get that soon we will be uh, disengaging from that private investor and moving on to somebody else because it's taking far too long right. um, we don't have a tenant lined up but we know if we get an advanced factory built in Uras I'm very confident that we will get a tenant there's been two advanced factories built in Waterford, and both of them have been filled very quickly. There's an advanced factory, other advanced factories built around the, the region and elsewhere in the country, and all of them have been filled. There is a demand out there at the moment for advanced manufacturing facilities. There is a shortage of those across the country of high-quality, uh, state-of-the-art buildings that are available for companies to come And in. I think Richard mentioned me, he sees pharmaceutical as being a big potential in your Ross. Would you see that? I, I think so, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the Nolans have built a, a fantastic uh, logistics facility here in Wexford Town, as you know, in mm-hmm. Drina, mm-hmm. Uh, a huge facility which has just been completed. And uh, they see part of that ser- serving yeah. the pharmaceutical industry for high-end uh, pharmaceuticals that have been exported. We have a huge uh, pharmaceutical industry okay. in the country here that exports. So again, I suppose people are looking for definitive dates from you. Is there a cut-off point about this Butler's Land project? I think if we don't have a planning application in before the end of this year, we will be moving on to somebody else to deliver that project. And do you think there's somebody else out there? There's plenty of people out there that can do this. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we've, where we've looked for private sector interest in our other projects, in Gorey and with the new tech park in Escorty. Mm. You know, we, we found people that can do that and we'll find somebody else with this. I'll get, I'll get on to Escorty to round off our conversation with you. Just a five million euro earmarked for the Hook Visitor Centre extension. What's the update on that project? The, for in New Ross, yeah, th- that project is going through detailed design at the moment. Mm. Um, we probably, that project now has got more ambitious. It'll probably cost seven or eight million by the time it's completed. We have funding available. Uh, so that's going through the, the planning process at the moment, developing the type of interpretive centre that would be put into the hook. We have, um, you know, as I said before to you, Alan, 
we have we, our tourist attractions in the county here don't attract significant visitor numbers the same as other ones in, in the yeah. region uh, our, our tourist attractions like the Hook like the Dun Brody, like the Heritage Park bring in around fifty to 60,000 visitors a year you compare that with Kilkenny Castle with 400,000 you compare that with, with, the, with the Waterford Viking Triangle with 250,000 or you go to Glendalock we have a lot of work go. to do we have so our tourist attractions haven't had investment for 30 odd years mm. we need to invest significantly in those three attractions mm. so that we can put a better offering there for tourism uh, we can bring in new technologies in terms of audiovisual uh, so that we can increase the visitor numbers there up to 150 to 200,000 each and I think that can be okay. done and this investment that we've got funding for for those three projects over the next number of years I think will pay real dividends in terms of bringing more tourists into the county. Finally, Enniscorthy, Tom. 41 million reference for the Enniscorthy flood relief scheme. How much of the work has been completed to date and at what cost? Do we know? Yeah, I, I can't give you the exact cost. Um, I don't have it with me, but certainly there's been a, a, um, several million euros already uh, spent on that scheme with all of the design work. It's a, it's a project now that's going to cost, I, I think, in excess of 50 million. Uh, we've been very disappointed, uh, you know, earlier this year where, where that scheme was, was not uh, approved through the, the planning process. Um, we're now advancing with um, uh, the bridge element, which is a key part of it, and it's going to cost about half that, that funding, about £25 million, um, in order to advance the planning uh, application for the new bridge. Uh, we have to do a winter bird survey because there are protected bird species in, in Enniscorthy and the bird survey we have is three years old at this stage. So that work is being done over the winter and we will have a plan application ready by next February or March. Uh, isn't it cold comfort town for people in the new in the Enniscorthy area? And I visited them and you two have yeah. done it as well where yeah. they fear the floods coming and here we are. I mean, to be fair to Jack Sarone's the man will be pushing up daisies. I could be pushing up daisies before it's done. Are, are you hopeful that it will be done? I, 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 yeah, I'm very confident that, that it will be done. Um, you know, we've had some setbacks with that project, uh, but it is, it is a complex project. Um, there are a number of European directives in terms of environmental legislation that have to be complied with. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I have, as you have, I have visited, you know, people in their houses, businesses that have been flooded on a, on a number of occasions in, in recent years. Um, and you see the devastation that's caused to them yeah. and, and the hurt and pain that they go through. It's, you know, so th- this is a huge issue for Enniscorthy. It's one that we are determined to resolve. Uh, I think the bridge, uh, the construction of the bridge and the removal of the existing bridge, I think, which is a barrier, I think, to, to the floodwaters, I think will, will in itself okay. uh, make huge difference. But we also need the other parts of the project, which are uh, putting in the barriers around the town as well to protect the town. Right. And to uh, there's a lot of work to be done to the existing surface water drainage system as well. I'm confident that project will go ahead uh, and I'm confident that by separating the bridge out, which is the, the most difficult and complex part of the project, right. and advancing that while we resolve the other issues with the other parts of the project, we'll get the project back on track. And time-wise, Tom, for the benefit of people in the Enniscorthy area, because that's what they're crying out for. Any, any, have you any idea? Could you even give them close to what would be a definitive date? Yeah, well, we have... Um, we will have, uh, I hope, uh, by next spring, a planning application for the, the bridge uh, ready to go. Um, and the uh, I can't say how long that planning okay. process will take. That could be out of our hands, and there's a, there's a couple of routes that that might take. But if it goes to Port Planola, it'll take them several months to deal with that. But we have the tender documents already. We are ready to go to tender on that project. So once it gets planning, we will go to tender. So I would hope that by 2024, we would have the bridge project right. construction. I know this is something that's, that's very dear to, to Minister James Brown, and we've been... 
you know, liaison closely with him as we have with the other Oireachtas members in Enniscorthy because this is a, a project that um, is key to the town and key to the future of the town. And as I said, we've yeah. had some setbacks, but we expect to get that project back on track. I've tried to take two from each of the districts. So my final comment regarding Enniscorthy is what looks very impressive as you come into Enniscorthy. It's the new uh, Enniscorthy Business and Technology Park. I believe €2.5 million Euro was allocated for for the, the first building, which is now in place. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. Do we know how many new companies and associated jobs have been secured in this? Can you give me an update on that, please? Yeah, first of all, the £2.5 million that we have allocated is not for the building. The building has been... Uh, funded by private investment. What our two and a half million was, was to purchase the land which we bought in HSE. We bought 38 acres of land and then we put in all the services the roads, uh, the broadband, the, all of the, the, the drainage into that site which will allow companies to come in and build buildings on the site. So the first building is nearing completion. It'll be completed I expect by around November and that, um, uh, that building is around 70% committed at this stage which is 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 a great success. What would that, that equate to in jobs? Any idea? The building has a it's a total size of fifty thousand square foot with about forty two thousand square foot lettable floor area, so it'll fit about four hundred people. So we expect that there will be between two hundred and three hundred people taking up uh, position in that mm-hmm. building uh, by next year, and uh, I think it's a great, exciting prospect for Enniscorthy. We've had a new regional um, manager for the IDA appointed in the last few weeks, and I had him down through that building last week, and the IDA are very happy to market it. Right. I think it's one of the best buildings uh, that's in the region. Uh, we p- there's plans for a second building, which has planning permission, and we hope that can get, go- get going. But there's also quite significant interest in the other sites on that uh, park um, for other companies as well, and I, I can't say much about more about that. But there is interest, significant there's a, interest. There's a lot of interest, and I think... Um, you know, the, the, the new road network, uh, you know, the Enniscorthy motorway bypass means now that that tech park in Enniscorthy is very convenient to Dublin, very convenient to Dublin Airport. Um, we're seeing significant interest there and I expect that that right. park will be a huge success. With, with, with uh, you know, I would, would hope that in excess of a thousand people would be employed there over the right. next five to ten years. And, you know, there's... Uh, it's, it's, I think that'll be fantastic for the town because, because what Enniscorthy needs is better quality employment uh, you know and, and we're talking about addressing the housing crisis the, one of the key parts of that is making sure that people have good quality jobs that they can afford to buy a house for themselves and um, and, and part right. of our economic strategy is to do that and it's working well in Enniscorthy. Right Tom as we conclude a detailed interview we've looked at housing in the first part and we've looked around the county at the various developments are you happy with the results that have been achieved under the council's 2018-2022 economic and community investment programme are you happy with the booklet as I said it was popped in our letterbox and then there was an updated version given to us as well are you happy yeah. with it do you think like I'm, a lot of councillors say to me the pace of things goes very slowly yeah. so um, well, I'm I'm I'd like if things could happen quicker, um, you know, but we've, um, uh, you know, like we have, through the whole pandemic, our focus was changed, was to lead the response here in County Wexford to, 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 to make sure that particularly older people who, were, who were, couldn't come out of their homes were getting the services that were required and working with lots of voluntary groups and the GA clubs to make sure that they had proper needs and services. Construction was shut down for that period, uh, for a number of periods, so, so things did slow down. But we're back on track again delivering these projects. And those projects that were, and that brochure back in 2018 to 22, we have added a lot more projects to that. And if you look at the, the most recent brochure, there's a lot more projects on it. Uh, our ambition is to deliver all of those projects. Yes, it'll take time. Some of these projects are going to be hugely uh, influential in terms of 
uh, how the economy in Wexford is going to be in 5, 10, 15 years time. They are major projects that are going to make a real difference to this county and they take time to, to get delivered. Uh, but our focus is on putting our resources behind getting as many of these projects done as quickly as possible. Uh, I get frustrated at times with how, how, and I can understand the frustration that councillors have with the delays with these projects, but many of these delays are outside of our control. Um, we have, I've set up a special projects unit to deliver these projects. Uh, I've spe- set up a special housing capital team uh, with an extra six staff that we've got approval from the Department of Housing to drive on our housing delivery for social and affordable housing. So we're putting the resources behind getting these important things done for the county because we know uh, that these are a priority for our councillors, they're a priority for the people of County Wexford. Tom Enright, Chief Executive of Wexford County Council, thank you for joining me. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.